want to start with a prayer. Oh, grateful and thankful to open our hearts, open our minds to the highest possibility of love. So grateful to know that our conversation is a healing conversation, it's a divine dialogue. So grateful to know that we are gathered together in partnership with the higher Holy Spirit self for the purpose of our awakening, of our liberation. Grateful and thankful to let the past grateful and thankful to step into the unprecedented, the unlimited, so grateful and so thankful to know that we are truly liberated, we are truly held in the heart and the mind of God, as perfect as perfect can be, in gratitude and share the benefits with all, we let it be, and so it is, amen. My highest vision is. Uh, sorry. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, allowing form to reveal itself from the work of releasing false beliefs, allowing for clarity of perception, acceptance of the presentation of truth, and the embodiment of beauty as a way of life. Mm. So the things I have to release are working within form, wanting, attachments to outcomes, and I think this will involve a willingness, I think, I don't know for sure, to ascend to another realm of living through working at the level of the mind to allow beauty, creativity, insight, inspiration, clarity, etc. to unfold as I adjust my orientation from pushing form around to allowing the creation of form through through purified clarity of thought. And it, I believe I'll probably also have to be willing to allow for integration of wherever that is into, I don't know if I'm integrating something into form or integrating something into spirit, I'm not quite sure yet. So the symbol is, there it is. <laughs> so what she is is, She's kind of like, she appeared to me as sort of like a, um... <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know very well. She's, she is a, you know, like in the movies, the lady in, in the MGM movies or whatever, in the beginning, she's got the robes and she's sort of standing there. Only in, in this, there's like a light and brilliance and stuff coming down to her and then out from her, it's almost like, the way I saw it was, Form starting to be created, like grass and paths and buildings and people. Um, the action steps, I don't, they just kept saying, I kept hearing found community. So I think that means like found, I think it means start. I think it's just I have to find and found the community of And um, I'll, I believe my spiritual practices, I'm going to have to work masterfully, this is where it gets a little tricky for me, in all three levels, 
So, and what I mean by that, I think, is um, of the mind of form and I'm thinking I might make another. Well, I'm, I'm a little unclear on levels. So I know there's form in 3D, I know there's the mind, so let's just stick with that for now. And so I'll have to work masterfully on levels of mind so I can. Well, actually, what I've written here is that I'm going to have to learn to work masterfully so I can be an effective counselor. So if I'm doing this practice, which is, I think it's going to be more like trying to find false beliefs and then co correct them, just like not out here, but up in the false beliefs. So I, I think if, if I'm counseling people, I'm going to have to be sensitive that some people, even myself, need to work through form issues as a way to reveal false beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'd like. I think one of my action steps is to continue my devotional practices. I do a hundred eight sun salutation devotional practice. Continue that. Keep it and. Um, poetry writing and writing devotional practice. And I love the idea of surrounding myself um, or creating environments imbued with um, spiritual qualities or things I would like to feel. And I, I think the, I got this from Ron Moody, um, spending a lot of time working on deep desires at heart, um, maybe in the daily practice, to check in with levels of mind. Um, and that's it. That's beautiful. Sort of came out of a counseling session last night. Yeah. And I was trying to know, well, what do you want your relationship to look like? And I was like, well, I want it to be exciting. I want it joyful. I don't want to have, I mean, I know how I would like to feel, but beyond that, I really don't want it to change. I just want it to unfold. Mm -hmm. I want to be very open to that. Yeah. And that's going to be different for me. I get it. I feel the energy shift. Yeah, that's wonderful. Beautiful.
Does anybody else see her wings? <laughs>
other experience was deeply, I haven't had an experience like that. I said months, but now when I'm thinking about it, I mean, it could have been years to have that type of remembrance or realization, too. <laughs> it's the joining together. It's the joining together. It's the willingness to join together, to know the truth, to see the truth, to look beyond the story we've made up, our attachments, all those little bridges, and one pot. It doesn't make sense. Don't keep going, Pam. It, it makes it doesn't make sense because it's not true. False. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me. Got a little bit of ego going on there. <laughs> no, but that's that's not what the fear is about. No, it's not about that. No, it's fine. And it's just habit too. It is habit. That to declare the truth of your being, your magnificence. That like sometimes I'll have a client use the affirmation, I am perfect. I say, just don't, say it after me, I am perfect, and people are like, yeah. <laughs> 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 do not feel comfortable saying, I am perfect. But once you get the hang of it, it's great. I am perfect! <laughs> I think saying it a lot, actually. Um, I don't know what happened. I just suddenly, I hadn't had that all weekend, or all week, and then suddenly I stand up, I get in front of crowds much larger, larger than this and speak. Anyway, uh, my highest vision is um, authenticity for myself, being helpful and something I've always known. Ever since I very first time pulled the card that said I'm willing to have it with you and you. What I must become um, is to step into the commitment, the 100% commitment. I mean, I just said the other day, I've just been standing out here in the middle of the night going, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. 
So how did you then um, embody Christ's vision, trust, faith, peace, I think, um, accept my own divinity, um, embrace the law of the child, And the beliefs and habits and things that have blocked me is really the playing small and self-judgment and self-medicating. Uh, but I would like to say there's a very important role of my marriage and understanding how my ego is going to and how I can bring it out. Um, my symbol, which is uh, it's infinite grace. Many years ago, I was walking in the woods on the Irish Lake, and uh, a feather just like appeared. And I just held out my hand and wanted to let it in. I had a spiritual experience, but the feather still has it here. <sighs> and um, my willingness is 100%. And my action steps right now are just to do the thing that I think set up so I can do this. So, and that means um, writing my bio and clicking on LinkedIn and et cetera and seeing what I'm working on. So, yeah. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> Studio, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I can post. Yeah. Well, my highest vision is to be really in the divine presence. myself, work with acceptance. I thought I worked with a lot of these things, acceptance, willingness, non-judgment, but found this week I have a lot of judgment, self-acceptance. Self and again, it's been very helpful to have a spiritual counseling and this retreat experience to become clearer about that. So more peaceful with myself. 
families And habits, the habits of um, the habits of uh, busyness and um, avoidance, um, and giving giving to others instead of giving to oneself, um, and not to become more. I thought I, you know, I haven't said the word afraid or fearful. I got in touch last night very clearly being terrified of putting my bile up next to my picture. Um, but I'm committed to what I want to do so that it is not my picture. And I'm very excited to be uh, you know, a meaning maker, which um, is, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm very compartmentalize, you know, my focus on whatever I'm focusing on and allowing the, the disorder to, you know, to reign. Um, and then that is my culture, as we are, you know, to get back and having that community of misfits, but, you know, to um, sit right and share uh, and ask for help. And, and both in Um, demonstrated the power of non-judgment and forgiveness in many, many, many relationships. And I was very, I was so grateful. And, um, uh, and expand further into happiness. So, you know, I, I always looked at everyone else and think, they seem to be happy. <laughs> I wonder how you, how you seem to get there. Simple, but I think 
up. Um, I had to look it up. I, 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 was, I was thinking in my mind, what's that symbol of love and peace? And it um, turned out to be the om. Mm. So uh, I'll be following that. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go to all of you, and, and, and this experience. I've been looking forward to this experience for some You know, Sally, um, what I perceive is that you have been very consistent and very clear to helping others. And now you'll still be helping others, of course, but now your work is becoming, you're focusing on your own caring and cleansing and self. The only way to really, truly be an effective uh, leader, healer, transformer, teacher, is to think and do active relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Certainly this summer, absolutely. So much is needed to be, you know, connecting with people to and, and for her and being there for her. And, and, um, so I, I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do that again. So. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you. Sure. Um, and um, 
a lot of Can you say a little bit more about the theater lobby? Yeah, it was, um, I just saw the picture of a lobby in this old ass uh, concrete and it had a lift of the bridge, not sure which way it goes, but it has the lift. And I saw two old craftsmen, kind of like actors, in there. And it, it just felt like it was for my time. She is. <laughs> yes. 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 In my early 20s, uh, Kevin told me this dream, which was so sweet. I had a dream too, but he told me. It was like I saw a man with a tick on his face and <laughs> one of those big red circles and I pulled the tick off and I thought, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? And uh, so we really had a good discussion about that. And uh, you know, my, my partner's group uh, was really helpful about that and how, you know, a tick could symbolize one's uh, beliefs that get in the way. And, uh, you know, taking it off. I really want to be of help. You know, it's like you help people take the ticks off and heal. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think that prayer from the Course in Miracles on page 25, page 28, 28 <laughs> about um, I'm only here to be truly helpful. Uh, this is my highest mission. Uh, what's funny is when you first say to me, I'm a Capricorn rising. So if you say to me, what's your highest vision, immediately I go out and I try to get the picture of it. This is what it is. This is my goal. And I've had to, over the years, let go of goals that I create. And be just here to be truly helpful and um, to uh, not worry about what to say or what to do because I will be guided. And to let that happen, I think, is what I would like to do. That's my highest vision. To be able to let that happen and get out of the way. Um, I don't know how this might manifest, you know, because I'm going to have to be okay right where I'm at. 
Now, every now and then I'd like to write, and then I don't know. Then I think, hey, I'll write the Zen of real estate. And then I go, mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and so I'm not sure how spiritual counseling will, will play out. Um, I'm just going to have to put in some things into the mind and see, and see how things play out. And I think one of the things that um, I've been dealing with in terms of uh, one, of, one of those beliefs is uh, we were also talking about what comes through your ancestors. What comes through my ancestors is that way of heaven is through hard work. You know, not a covered dish, but hard work. So how do you how do you prove your value? And you have to prove it. You know what I mean? It's not that you just are a child of God. You have to prove your value by working hard. And so that has come through me. You know, that was expected by my dad. And um, uh, and I like the work. Shifted to you know, a whole nother shifted out from supporting uh, a negative belief that cripples me to service in something that to something that brings me joy. So I have to step out from under the a hard hard work thing. And here's another thing that helps me to do that, which is partnering up. You know, how many times have I heard Jennifer say partnering up? Well, I have had actual times at home where in the morning, I'm like, okay, feed the pig, feed the dogs, feed the cats, set this up for Steve, you know, feed the plants, do the stop. I can partner up. I become a different person. I'm not alone anymore. I want to remember that all the time. I want to remember that all the time. And so I think one of the things that I have to do, and because I have a dog and I'm busy a lot, I have to catch myself a lot. So I have to set up little traps, like over my mirror, going, have you left yourself today? <laughs> you know, uh, or you know, on my bullet board, I don't know what it says, remember. You know, and then just to have, I bought a few things in the bookstore here, you know, you put around, it's amazing how these little things serve as reminders. And I don't care if I ignore the remember sign for 30 days. On the 31st day, I'm going to look up there and it's going to grab me. Here's the other funny thing that happened in our group today. Uh, we were talking about our symbols. And the symbol that I got <laughs> was a lotus flower, which I, I love the lotus flower. down into the mud, the root, and then it comes up and it opens on the surface. And many water or dirty at home are freaking rolling right off. So it's a really pure flower. And, but I also wanted to include fire, the fire of transmutation, the fire, you know, of making these changes that we're all here about. And I feel like, how do you put a flower and fire together? 
And I couldn't figure it out. And I thought, well, I have to have two different symbols. And then I was seated right across from that poster, Jennifer. Mm. And it's the violet flame. <laughs> and what I saw was that, and I, and I had that at home. I sent for it. But I didn't get that the flower at the bottom was the lotus. And all of a sudden, yeah, it is the lotus. And what's coming up from it is the violet flame of transmutation. How clever. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so that was interesting. Uh, so um, I had another interesting thing with regard to willingness, and that was um, working with Heather yesterday or this morning, and we were talking about uh, my husband being my greatest teacher and having to um, really love myself and love him. I'm really excited about that. I'm very hopeful. Well, then she said, well, how far have you come on that journey? And what I said, 40%. 40%. And she said, well, that's good because you reached 51. You've got it. And I thought, whoa. Whoa. I thought I was 60% away. I'm not. It's only 51. Thank you, Heather, for reminding me of that. <laughs> so, on my willingness scale, that made a huge difference. So, and I, I do want to thank you all. It was just been wonderful. I just love you all, and I appreciate so much the work that you're doing. And Jennifer, thank you for helping us all to be able to. Any questions or any I'm going to share, but um, related to what you shared. But before I forget, you know, in the bookstore they have those wonderful lotus candle holders. Did you see those? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those. I, I have those on my altar at home. And, uh, yeah, because then you have a lotus and the flame. Mm -hmm. Very good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they had a few of them in different on the west wall. On the west wall? <laughs> to bring my compass. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right. Well, that was wonderful. Very expansive. Uh, one of the um, things that came up for One of the things that came up for several people is Very stop playing small. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about here, obviously. 
And one of the ways that I have found that spiritual folks find small that really impacts them is they judge other spiritual people. They say they're not so spiritual. And I do that very strongly that uh, when I, as a congregant at Agape, don't see the whole load of class we, everybody comes to Agape. You know, all the speakers are all and everybody comes to Agape. And so there were a lot of speakers that would come there, and I would sit there in the audience. Okay. Yeah. And I'd go, you know, they knew who they were. They would nearly wear that color. <laughs> and totally hide me. And, uh, no, really. And uh, I would sit there. Really, truly, with my arms crossed against my, over my heart, thinking myself, you know, standing in judgment. And I would think, I know that, I know that, I know that, I know that. And um, what it took me a long time to realize was if I actually knew what I thought I knew, I would be living it. And I would not be sitting there going, and what I discovered was when I decided to let the self-judgment go, the judgment of others was easy for me to let go as well. So again and again, the theme of that where our brothers and sisters are our salvation because we, we see our self-judgment projected out as we're judging them and our opportunities to have love and compassion and acceptance for them we're also extending love and compassion and acceptance for others. And so they are our mirror. And in that whole healing, what happened was I started to realize that um, you know, I do a lot of things where I support other teachers and, and sharing the audience with them. And uh, they enjoy that a lot. And uh, oftentimes, when I am uh, in a room live with my um, colleagues speaking and teaching, they're they're talking, and I'm saying yes, <laughs> you know, and, and really feeling like yes, please, thank you, uh, and you know, I can't be contained, you know, really, and I'm so excited to hear the truth. Even though I, I, I'll speak about it myself, it's the same truth. It's no different. It's um, it's not something new. I'm not hearing anything new. I'm just getting the truth, which I love so much. It's so exciting. It's so enlightening. It's so invigorating to hear the truth, you know, spoken by someone who actually knows the truth. And that's the thing. It's so wonderful. And so I realized that. <coughs> That um, it's that thing I speak of frequently that there's such a difference between what you believe and what you know. And when you're listening to a speaker or a teacher who is talking about the truth and you're sitting there going, Yeah, I know that, you don't. Because if you did, you'd be going, Yes, <laughs> thank you, I love it. So glad to hear it again. 
In fact, the nature of the church is so enlightened, it's so exciting. And uh, so one of the biggest ways we play small is we are thinking, these thoughts about our brothers and sisters are being all of that, they're not perfect yet. And I realized I was just doing it so I could feel better than them. Like they're doing something, they're not so great, so it's okay, I'm not so great. Bringing them down so that I, bring them down to my level so that I didn't feel so small. That's playing small. It's also playing small to say, oh, she's, she's got it. They, 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 oh, I love, you know, they're yeah. so vulnerable and they're so, they're so transparent. That's, um, um, can't, can't quite be there. We can learn to just have gratitude and appreciation without any judgment. But all of the judgment is playing small. It really is. What's the purpose of playing small? Safety. Safety. Does it feel safe? False sense of ignorance. You can't be judged. It's a false sense of safety. One of the things I need recently is anticipating other people's judgment, which is a form of self-judgment. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm not—I don't even know if they're judging me right now, but I'm manifesting it, or I could be. Yeah, there is a difference. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I, <clears throat> I have something that I kind of wanted to run by you, and it, it just came up again now with what we're talking about. And um, it has to do with the crucifixion. And because you just said that there's some spiritual teachers where, you know, it's, it's not their projection. Right. Okay. So um, I had <clears throat> an experience where, um, I don't know if I told you this, I took ecstasy once, just once. That's <laughs> all I'm ever going to take it. And I had this experience of going into tetany, where you're like this, five hours, five hours. And I kept thinking, I'm going insane, and I'm supposed to be the director of this yoga monastery, and I'm going to be on the sixth floor, because I'm going nuts here, and I prayed to everybody I could possibly think of to get me out of this. And then... <clears throat> Um, months later, there was a, a, a teacher, Martin Brockman, who's a healer, and he said, I told him about this, and he said, ecstasy was supposed to be a love trip. What you experienced was your resistance to love. And then something in my mind went, that's why Jesus was crucified. Now, if he is, see, then my question is, am I scaring myself here? Or us, you know, because if he is vibrating love, he is vibrating love, then what about the unloving people? Isn't that going to create a, like a moray pattern that results in, it's frightening me, this level of love is frightening me, we have to get rid of it. It's too scary. You know, because if this is what, if I was paralyzed by my fear of love, then, you know, think about those people at the time of Jesus, if he was radiating very powerfully that love. And I was going to ask you this a couple of days ago, and then I back off and go, am I just scaring myself again? Because all of us are looking to radiate love. Now, maybe our times are different. You know. Well, first of all, um, I think it's such, such an important question that you're bringing up. And I, I myself, have had to work with a fear of crucifixion, a fear of being attacked, because I admire and am so moved by Gandhi, Regarding Jesus and the crucifixion, this is a man who could walk on the water. Do you think it would have been remotely possible for him to do this thing if he hadn't been crucified? Would it be possible? Somebody can walk on water, they can raise the dead. Lazarus is dead. Jesus is risen. Would it be possible? Thank you. 
He didn't go into hiding. He went straight into the room and did the exactly. Yeah. He could have gotten out of there. He had traveled all through the Bible school. There were so many places he could have. And if he had left, they would not have gone after him. They just wanted him to leave. Because <laughs> they didn't tell him he was a rabbi. And the thing is, is the, the rabbi So this is not our walk. It's just not our walk. But there is an aspect, I believe, to the teaching of the Gideon, to the teachings of the way Jesus came to humanity, is that we should be afraid. <laughs> we are Jennifer, yes. really nice dress, yeah, and the color is really yeah. nice. Thank you. As a matter of fact, matter yes. fact Kevin yeah. commented on it. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Thank you. Want a book. <laughs> I, I have these dresses in literally like nine different colors. Just love them. I was beginning to realize, yes. Oh, I have one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the same way. I have all my shirts in 
sentences or something about the new moon activation? Sure. So this, uh, this man, uh, Miguel uh, Silva, he, uh, he does energy healing. So he does chakra balancing and also awakening activation. And he does it by remote. Most of the session work he does by remote. And um, I, I get a certain kind of a flutter of energy in my heart in the presence of someone who really is connected to healing energy. And um, when he was at this retreat, this, of course, very big retreat a couple weeks ago, uh, as soon as he started to talk, I, I felt all that energy in me. And uh, so I did a session with and the session to me felt great, but it didn't feel like, ah, like the earth had shifted or anything like that, but I just could feel it was good. It was a, a chakra balancing and activation for awakening. And um, I, I just feel like he's the real deal. And he is, uh, he told me, he's a very humble person, he's a very humble person, but he's, He's amazed by what's possible in terms of healing. And um, so he's had a lot of amazing, miraculous experiences. He's only been doing this for a few years. And before that, he was working in trucking. So he has, he has a true gift, and he has a lot of humility about it. Yeah, I just got a strong that it would be a great thing for us to do and share a shot. 
talking about this together and group behavior and fascination. So, a new moon is a time to, to plant uh, seeds. Exactly. I was just going to say that this is the thing that I've learned from my teacher, who is a Jerry Deaton, that uh, in the culture around the world, uh, New Moon is a time of planting seeds, hopefully it's a time of harvesting and releasing. So New Moon is a time of planting and activating, and that's exactly what we're doing here, planting new seeds. And so for me, part of this work that we're doing here is to also release so that we can have this nice cloud fertile soil to plant these new moon seeds in. And really, truly, to me, it's, it's feels less like planting seeds versus leaving the garden and letting what's already been planted have a chance to grow. So the seeds, what, what we're nurturing here has already been planted in us. You know, regardless of how you use the training, uh, it's, it's about answering the call of our heart, whatever that is, whatever that is. So, to that end, we're going to do some work of clearing the, the perceived obstacles, the feared obstacles. <laughs> the um, what what the least habits that you can love that are meant for you. We're gonna get some more clarity about that. Get some more energy right now about releasing those things, and then we'll take that into the fire puja. So fire fire uh, puja is indigenous people all over the world do fire pujas for uh, you know to expand the interior love and releasing. So and to me it's always good to both at the same time, like this fellow was made for this. And so what I'm going to invite us to do, um, sort of in between this exercise that we're about to do now and our fire, is to write on slips of paper the things that you're releasing and the things that you're expanding into you, and then you can place them in the fire. Each on like separate pieces of paper, like yeah. you're releasing the thing you're releasing and expanding into on one, or releasing, expanding to two sheets. Exactly. Either or. I'll do one and two. <laughs> 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 All right. It's really, it's really that, because it's, it's, um, it's not the form that matters. It's what, the thought. It, yeah, it's, it's our intention. It's our decision. And um, that's the whole value of having a, a fire puja. And I also thought, and since we're, we're going to take this analogy, um, maybe Paula, if you'd like to teach us one of those songs tonight, mm -hmm. do that. Sing that around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we're just going to take you a little time to set up the uh, incoming um, Miguel thing. Well, we could set that up prior. Yeah, I'll set that up prior. Oh, okay. Can you help the voicemail? You'll have to do it by yourself. Thank you. <laughs> no, I think I'll set it up while we're, um, while you're doing your talk. So here's the process. Uh, and some of you have done this before. Here is Amber's talk here at the beginning. Uh, so the, what I'm going to invite you to do now is take a fresh Maybe put that other one behind it, Jennifer, the one that you had. So I judge myself for, I judge myself for, and see if you can come up with 10 <laughs> what I was talking about is the, is the difficult one. Yes, I understand. That, that, the, whatever you write on this piece of the paper later to put in the file, that's a separate thing. Thank <laughs> you. 